from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. Actually, what we're looking at today is a daily tiff from last week. So as you know, I always record uh, four episodes on a daily basis, Monday through to Thursday. Sometimes it's Tuesday through to Friday, but I share little snippets, about under 10 minutes of you know, maybe a conversation that I've had with someone or something that I've noticed and been more aware of what I'm doing or not doing. And I share that in a in my Reach a Potential with Tiff podcast show, my daily podcast show. So what we're wanting to look at this previous week just gone, I want to share these podcasts with you, these episodes with you. And I I really feel like that these are these are really good things that are actually really going to help you develop you and also really make sure that you're keeping you know things simple but you're working on the basics and you can also see the achievements that you have accomplished as well. So I want you to these are all um really set up to help you really look at ways in which you can achieve and also look for the for the exciting things that are happening even if they're little small wins I talked to you about that and then we we look at through the through the other episodes that I did throughout the week of you know how you can um, be open to improving yourself and learning and how you can do that and how you can work on getting the basics right because if you don't get the basics right you're you know, you're really not going to achieve what you want and, and how you can structure your time better so that you're not running out of time. Okay. So take a listen to these daily TIFF episodes from last week. Um, and then I'll catch up with you at the end of uh, this episode. You know what? We tend to look at the big picture majority of the time. Would you agree? And we also look at what we don't have. Now, I know that with myself, I always look at ideally what I'd like to have. And also, I at times, I'm much better at this now, but um, you still also, also look a, a lot at what I didn't have. And I find that a lot of people do that. They, everybody's looking at what they don't have. You know, and it might be, you know, the things that we could look at in the big picture and what we don't have is, you know, it might be our performance on the tennis court or on the hockey field out on the river, you know, from rowing or on the golf course or whatever it is in a sport. You may look at what you don't have. You may look at what you don't have financially. You may look at what you don't have, you know, from material possessions, cars, whatever that that may be. A lot of people look at what they don't have with regards to their weight and how much weight they haven't lost and so on. And, Maybe even relationships. We might be looking at what we don't have in our relationships and so on. But we tend to look, and what I find is that we tend to look a lot at what we don't have versus other things that we could actually look at. 
Okay, so what would happen if instead of looking at the big picture of what we really wanted, when we broke it down into little pieces? Now, I, and why I say this is because it's much easier if we do it this way because I always look at everything that I've done in, in the past and this is everything that I look at is I always break everything down into small pieces and look at where I can have the little wins, right? I look for the small wins in there. And I look at that in sport. I look at that with my health. I look at that with my fitness and with my business. Break it down into small pieces, right? So that's what we want to make sure that we're doing because I know like with people with golf, you know, especially early days of when they start in golf, they look at, oh, you know, and they compare themselves to other people not good enough, I'm not as good as that person, I'm not this, I'm not that. People do that with in business as well. I don't have what they have. You know, I'm comparing, you know, they compare themselves with them. It, people do that in any sport. They compare themselves, I'm not as good as that person. I can't think like they do. I can't do what they can. Well, you know what, you can. But the thing is, is we need to look at the small wins, right? We need to break things down into small pieces And then when we break them into small pieces, we need to then track it because we need to identify actually what's going on and also are we getting ahead? And that can be one little step. So we need to be looking at the little wins for the day. You know, and I look at, uh, I'm going to use Reach of Potential with TIFF as as a perfect example, right? It's very, very new. People are only just getting to know who I am. If you've known me through golf, Thank you and welcome and thanks for listening. Um, but there's a lot of people that don't know who I am. And, you know, I they, I look at the little wins, right? I don't have the business built the way I want to because I've only been into it, you know, eight weeks, very, very early days. And so what I look at is I look at all the little things and I track the little things. I look at how many people have listened to my podcasts today, right? I've got two podcast shows. And so I look at the episodes. How many people have listened to these episodes each day? Okay, great. Another person's listened today. Ooh, that's a little win, right? Oh, wow. Somebody else, I've got someone else that's added to my um, subscriber list today. Ooh, another little win, right? Because I start tracking it so I can identify actually what's going on, who's listening, um, you know, how many people have listened, how many subscribers I'm getting, is the Instagram ad working that I'm running right now, you know, looking at that, how many people have opted in to get my free training on helping them get focused, you know, all of that kind of thing, right? So this is what we want to make sure. We want to look at the the small wins that we can have in each day versus looking at the big picture because the big picture is not going to give you the result because that's the end result. We want to make sure that we're looking at the small wins. So what are some things that you could do? Because I want you to identify what are some of the small wins that you could look at each day that you could do. Maybe might be something in your sport, might be something to do with your fitness. It could be something to do with food that you eat, right? And start tracking it. Start actually tracking and identifying what's going on. So with food, you could be tracking the food that you eat, right? The amount of calories that you're actually consuming, makes you more aware, right? Now, we don't want to have a limited amount of calories under 1,200, ideally, 
but we want to make sure that we're not having 5,000 calories a day either, right? So we just want to track and see what's actually going on. Why? Because we want to look for the little wins, the little improvements that we're doing each day. What about in your sport? What could you track in your sport that's going to give you the feedback and also help you understand that you've created a small win today? Right, And if you haven't, you can look at how you can improve on that. What about your fitness? How could you improve your fitness? Right, These are all so basic little things that we can do, but we need to look at the little wins, right? the small wins, because if we can look at the small wins that we're doing each day, we can give ourselves a high five. Yay, I've done it. And also what we can then do is... It will all those little wins that we have is going to all accumulate and eventually give us the result that we're after. Okay, that big picture. Well, you know what? When we're young, we're on a huge learning curve, aren't we? But as we get older, what happens? Some of us really don't want to keep learning. That come that can stem back from our school days. And some of us think that, you know, we should know we should know enough. So we don't really need to keep learning. We don't need to keep being open to learning. We don't keep need to be improving. And when I know when I was young, and you might be the same, I wasn't really open to learning be, really because of two reasons. One is because I really didn't enjoy school. I just found it a waste of time. For me, I found it a waste of time. So it was great in the sense of I learned how to read and write and spell and add up in maths and subtract and, and all of that kind of stuff, right? But I didn't really enjoy school. And the second reason was I found it really difficult, though, to learn at school. Because I actually discovered later on as an adult, I found that like the way I learned was very differently than how they taught then. And so I wasn't very receptive in, in learning. So therefore, you know, because I wasn't at that time when I was young being open to learning, I thought then I was dumb and I couldn't learn. So... Um, Therefore, I wasn't open to learning when I was much younger. And, and you know, those those are things that can happen to us. You know, we make decisions about the world when we're young and that's what we believe because that's what our belief is, is that, okay, well, I can't learn this because I'm not bright enough and I'm not able to learn anything, right? Now, that could have been you. That was me. That was definitely me. And, you know, I really discovered as I got older uh the way in which I learn is, is I'm very visual. You may be the same, very, very visual and, and very much hands-on, right? So I'm, uh, you know, and what I also find is that it's usually like the emotions that you feel when you're learning. It also helps you remember, right? So um, and I'll, I'll use an example of I'm going to get off a little bit off track on this, but you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. So do you remember when Princess Diana passed away? I bet you you can remember that instant when you heard that Princess Diana passed away and you remembered where you were, you remember what you were doing, you remember how you felt, right? Because I know for me, when, when I heard that she had passed away, um, I was teaching tennis at Chatswood early in the morning and I was teaching this young girl um, and I'd heard and instantly I felt so, so sad and so emotional, right? 
And I'm sure that you can remember instantly by me saying, okay, well, where were you when the day that you heard Princess Diana passed away? Right, you remember it instantly, right? Because it's the emotion that you feel, right? So it's the same in learning. So it's the emotion that you feel. Because my emotion when I was learning when I was a kid, especially at school, was my emotion was that that I'm not good enough, I can't learn, I don't like this, this makes me feel uncomfortable, I'm going to shut down and I'm not going to be open, right? That can affect then the learning process, can't it, right? Because it's the emotions that you feel around it. And the thing is, is too, is as we get older, we expect three things from ourselves, right? So the first thing is as we get older, especially when we're um, learning new things, and I see this a lot with um, people that I've taught throughout golf because I tend to teach a lot of older adults in golf. And... these are the the things that I see pop up. And one is we expect that we should know how to do things because we're adults. But even as we're a kid, and kids, you know, kids are much more open to learning, aren't they? Right, because they've been through that process. They're going through that process. They're learning how to learn things. But as adults, we expect that we should know. Another reason is that, you know, people say, I don't never say this, but people, because I've taught a lot of kids over these, but people say, oh, we say that kids learn quicker. And you know what? Actually, they don't. They don't learn any quicker than an adult, really. It's just the fact that they're more open to learning and they attend lessons a lot more often, right? Whereas as an adult, they tend not to commit as much. The kids are structured, they've got less than time to go to, so they, they go and do that and that's what they work with. Whereas as adults, adults tend not to, to commit as much only because, you know, they're, they're adults and they haven't got their parents booking them in like the kids do. But there's actually really not a lot of difference between the speed in which a child learns and the speed in which an adult. An adult is way more intellectually able to get concepts than kids are so there's nothing stopping you if you're older to actually learn it's just the fact that you're not as open as the kids are and the third thing is we forget that it takes time to learn things so we get impatient we have these expectations that we should be able to get it I see this so often in golf especially I've seen it in other sports I've seen it in tennis and and other sports that I've taught over the years but I see it more in golf is that everybody gets so so frustrated about learning golf and they get really impatient and you know it's a very technical game you've got to be very precise with your skill and it takes time and you've got to go and practice right but a lot of people don't do that so as we get older, we have all these um, expectations and so on that we should know or that kids learn quicker or that, you know, we get impatient and we forget that it takes time to learn. So how, how are we going to reframe that? How can we be more open to learning and improving? Okay, so I've got three points for you. So how can we do that? How can we be more open and, and to learning and improving? Okay, one is realize that we're on a massive learning curve, okay? Just be open and go, you know what? I'm on this massive learning curve and I'm just going to keep learning. Second one, second point is to be patient. 
and really get good at learning and doing the basics. So many people don't really focus on the basics. I'm very much about fundamentals and basics because if you get those right, you've built the foundation of your house. Okay, if your foundation's not right, your house is going to fall over, right? So you need to be patient and get really good at learning and doing the basics. And the third point is you just keep doing. You keep working on those basics. You just keep going and going and going and refine, refine, refine. So that's what you need to do to be open to learning and improving you because you can do it. doesn't matter how old you are. You know when you watch a pro athlete and you think, wow, they're so good at what they do, and you say, why are they just so good? You know what? They're so good because they are committed to excelling at the basics. And then when you see other successful people, successful entrepreneurs or successful musicians successful dancers, people that are really successful in their life, why are they so good? It's really the same. It's the same reason. They're committed to excelling at the basics. So what I see is that people don't get as good as they want to get and they don't get to be who they want to be is simply because they're not committed to really working at the basics and they don't work at the basics and you know what they don't work at the basics long enough and it's because of two reasons one is they get bored and impatient and the second reason is they want everything to have happened yesterday should have happened by now but you know what those that are willing to excel are the ones that are willing to refine and get the basics right. And what I mean by that is that they focus on the detail. It's all about the attention to detail. That's it. If you want to really excel in whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life, in your sport, your career, your business, anything, it's about the attention to detail. And, you know, people say to me, Tiff, you know what? I'm a big picture person. You know, and I get that. I really do. I get that because I'm a big picture person too. But because I'm a sports person, I have been my whole life. I still am to this very day. I still teach sport. I also understand that, you know what, you have to be detail orientated because if you're not detail orientated, you're not going to get the results that you want. And the thing is, is if you focus on getting the little details right, and I always say it's the attention to detail, if you focus on getting those right, you're really going to achieve what it is that you want to achieve. It's it's so, so simple. It is so simple. You see so many successful people out there. They're so good because they just focus on the basics, the attention to detail. I look at people out on the golf course when they're playing, even something as simple as putting. Putting is the most simplest stroke out on the golf course, right? It's the most simplest stroke. And majority of people will miss a one-metre putt. 
right? They get really nervous about the one metre putt. They rush the one metre putt. They don't line up their one metre putt and they miss it. And you think, how could you miss a one metre putt? It's only a metre away. It's only a metre away. But they do. And you know why? Because they lack the attention to detail. They don't line the ball up with where they need to putt the ball. They just stand over it and hope it goes in. They don't line the ball up. They don't line the club face up with the ball. They don't line the ball up with where the ball needs to go, therefore where the club face needs to go to line up towards the hole or to the right of the hole or the left of the hole. So it's guaranteed to go in, right? Guaranteed to go in, but it's the attention to detail. What about learning a musical instrument? I can use guitar as an example because I always find that learning guitar is very, very similar to learning a golf to, to learning golf, right? It's very detailed. It's very precise. You've got to make sure the fingers are on the, you know, on the fretboard the right way and you're pushing down on the string so you get a clear note and so on. But it's the attention to detail. So my question to you today is what are the basics? What are the, what are the attention to detail points that you must have in place to give you what you want to achieve, right? What are those basics, the attention to detail that you must have in place to give you what you want to achieve? That's my question for you today. Once you have identified what that is, I want you to get to work and focus on that, okay? Got to get the basics right. I'm very much about the basics, fundamentals, basics, build your house, foundations up. Remember, if you have weak foundations, your house is going to fall over. We have strong foundations, we've got more chance of the house staying upright. So which house would you like to live in? One that's got all the basics and foundations, the attention to detail in place, or one that's haphazard, impatient, can't be bothered, lack of attention to detail and you'll let your house topple over every time, try and get it right, be impatient, try and build it, then it falls over again and happens time and time again. Who would you like to be? You can tell me that. You know what? When I ask people or a person if they've done a certain thing that they've needed to focus on, and they haven't, you know what the answer comes back to me is? I don't have time. I don't have time. Hmm. Now, you know, I'll give you an example. Recently, I had to get certain things done because I was um, looking at speaking with a financial planner because, you know, there's certain things that I want to have in place and so on. And there was one particular thing that I've uh, that I am still working on, and I haven't yet completed it. And I'd had scheduled a time to see my financial planner, and so on. So I, anyway, I went went to speak with a financial planner, and you know what? And he said, "Have you have you done this particular thing?" And I said, "You know what? I haven't done it, but you know, I haven't scheduled the time to work on it. I didn't say I haven't got time." I actually acknowledged that you know what? I haven't scheduled the time to work on it because I haven't. But you see the point of difference here? I acknowledged and I was honest that I hadn't scheduled the time. Now, when I ask people if they've done specific things and they come back to me and they say, I don't have time, 
I just go, okay, you haven't scheduled the time in. And you know what? Like with specific things that we have to do, you know, some things will take time, you know, it take a bit of time to work through things. But the thing is that we need to make sure that we have a schedule set in place because if we don't have the schedule set in place, we don't make the time to work on it, do we? So when I ask people about whether they've done the specific tasks that I've asked them to do or skills that I've suggested for them to work on and so on, yeah, and the answer comes back and, it's, and they say, I don't have time, you know what? I call BS on it. It's a load of baloney, I'm being very polite. Okay, it's a load of baloney. Because I've told many people, well, I'm going to give you an example. I have told so many people, especially in the sporting industry, to meditate. Now, I wish that I had meditated when I was 15 because it would have taught me so much. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, meditations, if you want to be a monk or if you want to go to a, um, you know, some sort of health retreat, you know what? If you're a sports person and you're listening to me and I don't care what level of sport that you're applying, you must meditate because you know what? Meditation is really good for lots of reasons and here are some. It's really good for focusing, right? It teaches you how to focus. It teaches you how to stay calm. It teaches you how to be more aware of where your mind is, right, whether you're focused or you've tuned out. It also teaches you about being aware of whether you've drifted off and lost concentration and teaches you to come back, right? And I've told so many people about this. And you know what the answer that comes back to me is? I don't have time. And even some people I've said, you know what? Go and do it for two minutes. Just meditate for two minutes a day. Two minutes. Some I suggest five, but even two the answer still comes back and I don't have time. Do you know how many minutes in your day that you have? Right, it's 60 minutes times 24, isn't that? 24 hours, right? 1,440 minutes that you have in your day. 1,440 minutes. And when I say to someone, have you meditated for two minutes or five minutes? And they've come back and they've said, I don't have time. What do you do with the other, what do you do with your day? What do you do in that time? Surely you can schedule two minutes. But the, but the thing is, is that people still come back and say, I don't have time to schedule it in. I don't believe you. Right? So if you're saying and thinking right now and going, Tiff, I don't have time, I don't believe you. You do have time. You have to schedule it in, though. What's two minutes out of 1,440 minutes? Two minutes is then going to lead to 1,438 minutes. You've still got all this time left in the day. So my question for you today is what is the one thing that you keep saying that you don't have time to do that you can do today to schedule it in? One thing, something as simple as something that's going to take two minutes or five minutes. What's that one thing that you that you can do today to schedule it in? I want you to share with me what that is.
Hey there, Tiffy. Welcome back. Well, we looked at the small wins, didn't we, in that first episode? So and it was all about breaking things down into small pieces and then tracking it because what we want to do is we want to look at the little wins that we're getting each day. So whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve, break it down into small pieces. So it could be something to do with your sport um, and, and I want you to work out a way in which you can start tracking that so you can really track it on a daily basis so you can see those little wins that you're seeing or something to do with your fitness so you want to improve your fitness or your health or whatever it may be, start tracking it so that you can really, um, you know, it helps boost your confidence really and it, it shows you that you're progressing rather than standing still. So just just keep working on that, okay? We need to make sure that we're looking at the, the little wins. Then in the second episode there, we were looking about being open and and open in the sense of learning and open in the sense of improving. So there was three action steps that I wanted you to be aware of and and those really were, the first one was realise that we're on a massive learning curve. So that's all fine. We want to make sure that we're on a massive learning curve because if we treat it that way, we're going to be constantly learning and growing and improving ourselves. Two is to be patient and really get good at learning the basics and not only learning the basics but doing the basics so you can do them with your eyes closed. And then three, it's just just keep doing. So you just got to keep pushing, keep doing, grinding it out because – you can get there. Whatever it is that you want, you can get there. It's just you've got to be more disciplined, okay? You've got to put things in place so that you, um, yes, open to learning and improving, but then you've got to have the discipline and to, to, to keep working at it, even when you get frustrated. Then the third episode, we talked about the basics are the key to achieving everything. And you know what? That's it. It is the basics, we need to get really good at the basics. So many people just don't work at the basics. And I see that especially in sports, especially, you know, because I teach golf and I teach golf to um, the older generation because it's the, the, those are the ones that, that have a lot more time. Um, they tend not to focus so much on the basics. So if you ever were to come and have a, a golf lesson with me, I would get you to focus on the basic, basics and really have that attention to detail because if you don't have that in place, you will struggle to progress and it can be painful, but you, you need it in place and it's, and it's anything that you do. It doesn't matter what sport you play. If you were to come and have a tennis lesson with me, I would do the same thing. I can teach any other sport as well. So if you were to come and have a sports lesson with me about something, I would say, okay, let's get the basics right. And if I don't know that sport real well, I'd work it out, okay, and break it down into into pieces, right? So we need to make sure that we're getting those basics in place. Attention to detail. So what was my question to you? So my question in that in that episode was what the what basics or attention to detail must you have in place to give you what you want to achieve? And then you had to get to work and focus on that, didn't you? Okay, so make sure that you do that. And then we looked at the fourth episode for, for last week. We actually looked at not having time. Okay, people, everyone says, I don't have time. I don't have time. And you know what? That's BS. You do have time. It's just making sure that you structure your time efficiently. 
Now, I could walk around and say, I don't have time to do this and I don't have time to do that. I've just taken on a lot more work right now. I could say, I don't have time. But you know what? When I've really worked it out, I'm only missing out probably half a day, maybe three quarters of a day in actual work that I was working on before. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to have to schedule things in better so that I can manage it better. I'm not going to say, I can't have time and I don't have time to do this. And no way, right? Restructure. Restructure and schedule. So the thing in that was, what did I talk about? I talked about how many minutes in your day. So it's all about scheduling your day and scheduling the time in your day because you've got 1,440 minutes in your day. What are you going to do in that time? And I'm going to leave you with this question is, what is the one thing that you can do today that you say that you don't have time for but you can schedule it in that's going to make an improvement in your life. So I hope you enjoyed today's daily tiff. Uh, Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard. Love it too if you could share with your friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes because remember we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. Love it if you could leave a five-star review on iTunes because we need the Reach of Potential with Tiff and the Tiffany Michael podcast being heard, being seen so that we can build this, this community, right, global community. We want everybody from every country listening to these episodes so that they're improving themselves, they're believing in themselves, and they're going after their dreams. So I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an awesome day, take care, talk soon. Bye-bye. athletes and entrepreneurs or if you're just someone who just wants so much more out of your life are you working so hard you put the effort and the time in but you're just not seeing any results you think that you have to work even harder because that's the saying the harder you work the luckier you get but you're working harder but why isn't it working for you It's not working because you have not set up the foundations you must have in place. You have not set up the systems you must have in place. You have not set up the habits you must have in place. Without the foundations, without the systems, and without the habits, you will continually struggle. You will continually get frustrated. You will continually get burnt out. You will doubt yourself and contemplate giving up. This is why I've set up the First Bounce Coaching Program. You'll work with me and together we will create your plan to achieve your ultimate dream step by step. We will create the ultimate belief and confidence you need to achieve your ultimate dream. We'll create the success systems and habits to achieve your ultimate dream. The systems and the habits you must have for the foundation of success. If you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or you are just done with how life is and you want so much more, go to tiffany-mika.com, scroll to the bottom of the site, click on the First Bounce Coaching Program. This is the foundational program to success. Fill out the application form, then you'll receive a free strategy call from me to see if you are a good fit for the First Bounce Coaching Program. I look forward to working with you. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.